0: estimate rocket and paint supply what happened
1: well we, we were doing this house it was an entire house repaint oh, a few years ago and i had like i had three on the team and i brought in this new guy uh an experienced painter you know uh, you hear it all the time but uh, we're working on this house and they had moved out so the house was completely empty we had the full run of the place and they, they were doing well i had the three regulars on my crew and this new guy and then uh, we're day three, say, and I go in first thing in the morning, drop off extra paint. And I'm walking around the house and I, there's a pole in this room. There's a tray in this room. There's a ladder upstairs. There's stuff all over the house. It's like, oh, you know, the process is at the end of the day, we put everything in one area in the shop, drape it with a sheet, put it to bed. That I preach it and that's what I always want to see, right? Mm-hmm. So I go around the house and I'm. Picking up tools and picking up ladders. And I put it all back in the shop before anybody gets there. So Buddy comes in and uh, the crew starts coming in. They've all got their coffees and we're talking and having a little huddle. And this guy starts losing his nut. Ooh. Someone stole my tools. Someone stole my, oh, where's my tray? Oh, it's gone. He's walking, running around the house. Someone stole <laughs> his stuff. Yeah. So, I'm standing there. It's like, well, excuse me.
2: <laughs>
1: Everything's over here in the shop where it should be. I went around this morning and cleaned up the whole house because you had your stuff scattered all over the place. (gasps) Don't touch my stuff. Excuse me? (laughs) Don't (laughs) touch my stuff. And he started going off on me and giving me attitude. So I said, okay, you know what? This is unacceptable. I think you should leave now. I don't need your help anymore. Mm -hmm. He picks up his paint stick and comes at me with with a two-foot pole. Oh. And he hit me like two or three times with this thing. He's poking me, taking a swing at me. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. Just get. <laughs> so he, he ended up leaving. It was a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little shouting match, but.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Kept my cool. Oh, yeah. uh, we got the job done in the next day or two. And I mm-hmm. sent him a post-dated check. Uh, I posted it at like a month and a half away, you know,
2: here <laughs> paid in
1: full, but you're going to have to wait. My friend that's yeah, not professional yeah. at all.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Come whacking at you with a rolling. Pole. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Hopefully you watched enough credit kid. when We were younger and did some wax on wax off blocks. For him there.
1: <laughs> well, the, the other part was um, around the time, I think it was or just after, just before I actually received my black belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, the crew was standing back. And I'll say, well, being yeah. well trained, control is the key to, control. you know, yeah. so I just yeah. kept my cool, escorted him yeah. out yeah. the door. We never saw training
2: him. paid off. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, because you're a black belt, he didn't get his butt whooped.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> Absolutely. And for
2: those who've never uh, been trained, a lot of it is control and you're taught not to attack, but to defend and only when necessary. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember one time my trainer's like, "We're going to teach you how to break somebody's arm six times just by defending yourself, you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? just from the blocks." So yeah. yeah, yeah, So you kept your cool. My goodness, I've had I've, I've, I've had some crazy guys, but I've never had anybody come after me with a uh, rolling pole before. Yeah, <laughs> that was the so first well and done. last time,
1: but uh, yeah. yeah, it was quite a yeah. morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Well, hello and welcome to the DYB podcast. Today's guest is a second-generation contractor, operating for 26 years now in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Scott Carmichael, welcome to the show, my friend.
1: Thanks, Steve. Glad to be here.
2: Uh, My pleasure. Glad to have you on. You've been a long-time DYB member, one on one client, and uh, leader in Mastermind Group 11. And uh, thank you for uh, your influence and leadership in Mastermind and encouraging others along uh, as well and over the years. Take us back to the beginning. How did you get started in business?
1: Oh, the beginning! Uh, it, it, a couple of years ago, uh, or so. Like I say, I'm second generation, so I grew up in the trade. Um, I, I think I was like five or six when I first started going on sites. Um, started off as coffee boy, you know. Started off as paint boy, you know, filling the trays, cleaning up, folding sheets. Did that for years. And,
2: mm-hmm. and then you up? Didn't they stepped up to filling putty holes? Right, putty holes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, then, I I mean, I spent summers uh, painting uh, metal railings black. Uh, (laughs) It's just, (laughs) to this day, I still cringe when I see metal railings on projects. uh, Oh, yeah. That's brutal. And and growing up, um, I mean, of course, it was one of the things. I never wanted to be a painter. I never wanted Mm. to, you know, to keep going. Uh, But uh, growing up through high school and college, and it was always, you know, I needed, a, you know, I needed, I wanted a car. I wanted mm-hmm. to go out. I needed money. So you'll end up working or uh, working for dad and mm-hmm. uh, picked up a skill in a trade, which I'm very proud of and very happy. And, uh, also became, uh, my dad was a, a British trained paper hanger as well. So I became mm-hmm. a paper hanger, uh, which has been, uh, uh, an incredible experience over the years, but I went to college uh, not wanting to paint, wanting mm-hmm. to stay away from it. And, uh um, Came out with a degree in, in material sciences, metallurgy, and started working in the steel mills here in the city because Hamilton is a big steel town. And probably late 80s, early 90s, there was a downturn. Mm. And, you know, I get a job in a lab, I get laid off. I'd get another job, get laid off. And um, got into a union shop. They went on strike. So mm. <laughs> I had a young family. I had two, uh, two, uh, two toddlers at home and I uh, was married with a mortgage. So. I went to my dad and said, uh, how about I come on board? Let's, uh, let's, let's do something here. And he mm-hmm. turned around and said, Uh nah, I don't think it's a good idea. You know, you stick where you are. This industry's dead. There's nothing going on. Mm. All right. Well, I still had a mortgage to pay. <laughs> <laughs> so I went out on my own and did DW and, uh, 26 years later, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, we're still kicking one of the, yeah. one of the, the leading guys in the neighborhood. Um, yeah, very proud of what I've done and I've supported my family. My my mm-hmm. kids are now grown up married out of the house and uh, it's been fun. It's been quite a ride.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so DW, I uh, got started. How did you, when you first got started, how did, so a lot of us, like our generation anyway, when we got into the business, uh, there weren't the paid lead rackets back then. We got started by usually working for builders and GCs. How did you get your start?
1: Well, back then uh, there was a lot and I did a lot with my dad too. It's uh, He did a lot of insurance work okay. for the you know, restoration company at the time. And mm-hmm. it was pretty lucrative back then. Uh, so I, I went knocking on doors and restoration companies, got in with mm-hmm. a few of them and uh, just started doing uh, insurance repaints. Uh, and that's that's the bulk of it that get going. And then you'd pick up the, the odd private. Uh, did that for quite a while, quite a few years. And then I started, uh, well, it's like, hey, I can hang paper. So I started hanging paper. Mm-hmm. I started building a name for myself and uh, I'd say it snowballed from there, but I just went from job to job for years, paid the bills week to week.
2: Yeah. 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 Moving very long into paper into uh, becoming like the uh, paper hanger, right? So you truly developed a brand of just this excellent reputation for being the paper hanger.
1: Yeah, yeah I, uh, I've i been very fortunate. I mean, if I could share another you know, kind of funny story. The first mm-hmm. paper I installed by myself uh, was a powder room for a, a rather high-end client uh, west of the city here. Um, it didn't go well, so mm-hmm. I had to buy the paper and redo it. <laughs> oh. And it was at that point, uh, I think the client had turned to me and said, well, maybe you shouldn't hang paper. And I said, well, I'm going to show you. So
2: <laughs> you know that's how most of us succeed. Somebody told us we couldn't do it. Yeah, it's so true.
1: So I doubled down and uh, I started hanging and I learned yeah. and I, I, I watched and I learned, and I um, became the leading installer in the city. Um, mm-hmm. I've done the museums, I've done some of the you know most influential big pig names in the area uh yeah became the go-to guy over the last 20 years so it's uh yeah right on humble start
2: <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for sharing that because you know the truth is it's like there's a lot of times where we were younger in fact jason uh paris was just uh on the podcast a couple uh episodes ago and we talked about how uh you know offenses create drive create drive and um it's funny how a lot of people who succeed, it was, you know, we were spited or we wanted to prove somebody wrong. For example, I'll share my stepfather when I was very young said i would never be anything. You know, I didn't have what it takes. And and that, that's uh, really putting it polite. He, he was not near as polite when uh, he tried to speak in this uh, uh, evil identity uh into me fortunately by the grace of god i have enough sense had enough sense uh i was blessed enough sense to realize that that was him it wasn't my identity and so i had that plus i didn't want to be poor uh like uh i was as a kid and so that together just created this insatiable desire to want to succeed and, and that's how a lot of us do it comes from something that sparked this fire to do uh take the risks that we take correct absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah right on so you're building this. Uh, wallpaper reputation for years and years and years. Um, what's the challenge with that though? Like what, 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 what ceiling, what was the critical constraint you start to hit over the years as you become the go-to like the expert? Uh, what's the critical constraint you hit? Uh,
1: the, the, well, I mean, the critical constraint was, uh, it's really scaling. I can only do so much. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I say scaling, I mean, the training and the, the learning curve on wallpaper is extremely steep. Mm. Um, I've trained a couple people over the years and uh, there's a couple installers around that, you know, mm-hmm. probably could spend a couple more, you know, could, could use more training, but uh, they're out there. They're trying, they're, they're trying yeah. to do it,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: the, the learning curves is extremely steep. And, and I tell people it's um, every wallpaper is different. You very rarely hang the same paper twice.
2: How do you so, mean? How do you mean it's different? I'm no, not a paper hanger. I've never yeah. done it. So,
1: well, I mean, we all there. There's two or three different types of you know, common residential wallpapers, but the combination of the 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 glues, the papers, the inks, mm-hmm. they're not all equal. Some some stretch more. Some don't stretch. Some some the colors run. Some some you can't cut some (laughs) cut easy so every paper is different by time a lot of these jobs you do halfway through the job you figured out the paper okay Okay, now Mm -hmm. it's working now i'm installing it i mean so the stress level on every job is it starts here Mm -hmm. and by the time you're done okay i've mastered this paper onto the next one now it starts all over again Mm. and to teach someone that um to get into that mindset is extremely difficult unlike painting you can go to Sure, Williams, and Benny Moore, and grab a can of paint, and it's literally the same can of paint. Yeah. All right. It, okay. And you get a decent brush, and you're okay. So mm-hmm. uh, there's less variables in painting than there is in wallpaper. It's a much higher learning curve, and the detail is extremely high.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's tough to. Train. If I hear you correctly, it's tough to train. So the ceiling you're hitting is like, look, like I've been doing this for years, but it's tough to scale this.
1: It's tough to scale it, and it's tough to scale it at a high level
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, because there's expectations.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, I've even, I've even walked into jobs, you know, over the last you know, ten years ago or whatever, and the the guy wouldn't hire me. I wasn't old enough. I didn't yeah. have enough experience. We later became best friends,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I. I've done umpteen jobs for him over the years. I, I think I'm hitting the right age for him now. <laughs> perceptions.
2: Yeah. So in uh, – now, this is interesting because I just had this conversation with Paul Dibdahl, uh, who was uh, the previous podcast. And so he, in the same respect – now, totally different personalities, right? You're reserved <laughs> and he's uh, uh, he's a party waiting to happen, you know? <laughs> and uh, he's the high eyes into this personality, kind of like April, you know? And um, however, you guys both are master craftsmen in your niche, you know, where you've wallpaper and then he's got like this gift for faux painting and just doing amazing things, you know? And, but the same thing is where like, that doesn't scale. It is very difficult to train it. And so with both of you, uh, you've had to do some um, identity shifts and, and in that you've had to also like, all right, how do we build a, uh, how do we build and develop a, what would be from a master craftsman's perspective, just a simple residential repainting business, right? Yeah. And that's tough, too, because, I mean, there's not a lot of pride in, like, I can roll a wall, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, then you fall into the well, everybody can paint category, <laughs> you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, so that's tough. Work me through, uh, let's, let's you know, walk us through that mind shift over the last few years of, like, hey, being this go-to expert, the expert, you know, in, in your market, wallpaper hanger, to building out a painting business that, that'll scale.
1: Yeah, it, it was, it was, I still work on it. It's still a, a hard transition and at painting. There's different, Oh, I mean, well, you know, yourself, there's, there's, and most guys do, there's different levels of painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we're residential painters, right? Which is completely different than commercial mm-hmm. or new construction. Your expectations are different. So coming from a high expectation wallpaper to a residential repaint, your expectations are different. Mm-hmm. And it, it's getting adjusting to that. And I struggled out with training my guys. Uh okay, yeah, it's great that you're spending two hours painting that door.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah. it it doesn't have to look
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we can do a, a very good, decent, acceptable job for ninety-five percent of our clients in mm-hmm. half that time. Yeah. And, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So it's a constant learn. It's, it's, it's a constant shift uh, and it's constant training. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We're, we're getting there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, back in Michigan, we had my first company. Um, I remember bumping into my art teacher from high school. And uh, at the credit union, he goes, "Hey, Steve, how are you?" He goes, "Hey, I see. You know, you're doing well with uh, the business, and, and things are getting going." He says, "I just want to let you know." He says, uh, "I'm I'm available in the summers," and and he and he, and he holds up his his uh, his index <laughs> finger and in his thumb, like he's holding an artist brush, and he says, "Steve, I can I can cut a really fine line." <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Talking about taking two hours to cut a door, probably take two hours to cut that perfect line, you know? And so uh, there's production values that we have to consider. You know, Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. gotta move it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I've had those guys too over the years, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's the hiring. It's finding yeah. the right guys to fit into those, those categories to get mm-hmm. the jobs done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> So, uh, with the shift and and whatnot, where does your drive come from?
1: Uh, my my drive comes from my family. Uh, Nicole and I, we, we want to live a certain life and have certain things available to us. So that's my drive. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, well, for example, let me jump in. Uh, you just returned from like a long weekend in New York city before that you were, uh, what down in Miami for like a week or something, South Florida. Uh, (laughs) Uh, not South Beach,
1: <laughs> <Maybe animal. laughs> so, not this time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> prior to that, you were uh, you were away for a couple of weeks in uh, Australia. You yeah. were down under. right? <laughs> you and Rob Vukovich were trying to hook up. You know, Jack. But yeah, so uh, it's a really nice uh, a transition that you've made in the lifestyle that you you guys have been creating for each other. Um, which is fantastic. So yeah, I get that. You know, It's yeah. a different uh, stage of life to slow down and, and be able to uh, enjoy it all. And it's great because now the whole business doesn't rely on just you. you know, as you keep building out your team and expanding your team. What's, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, it, it is great. And it's afforded us to do these things. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had a client a couple of weeks ago. He was a little, we don't work weekends, right? We work Monday to Friday don't work weekends. And mm-hmm. I was going away for a weekend of New York city. And uh, he, he got a little upset that we weren't available on Saturday and <laughs> you know, So the, the GC, a buddy of mine, he turned around and said, well, Scott enjoys life. He works hard and yeah. he enjoys himself. He'll be here Monday. What <laughs> 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 it's That's about. It.
2: Yes. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> um, through, uh, through, through this, what's been a paradigm shift for you?
1: A paradigm shift. I, it, the last, really, in the last couple of years, I am not the the end all. I mean, sure, I, I am the. I run the business. I am the business, but it, I don't have to do everything. I don't have to be the all, the all, everything. Mm. Uh, bringing in the team, bringing in the right people, uh, delegating. And uh, leaning on, I mean, when I say team, I mean, you know, my painters, mm-hmm. so I've got the four painters going now. Uh, my team's also Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, my suppliers. They're mm-hmm. a huge part of my team. Mm-hmm. Um, so using everything and building those relationships and uh, mm-hmm. it's been huge.
2: So what you've essentially done, Ian, is you've, you've, you've shed the Superman complex, which is a really big deal (laughs) because you're a huge now, is it Marvel fan or how do you want to, I don't want to,
1: Oh this, yeah, would this. be DC. DC. Okay, I knew there was something
2: there. I'm like, I don't want to say the wrong thing. You know, is it Spanish? Is it Mexican? I'll hold on, I'm not sure, right? So DC fan, you know. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I remember one time we were traveling. I forget where we were probably moving from one state to another, and uh, we pulled up out of nowhere. We were in the middle of nowhere traveling across the Midwest, heading back to Florida, I think, from Colorado, and we saw these uh, uh, Superman. A uh, cutouts and superwoman or whatever. And I said, pull over. We got to jump out and take some pictures for Scott and send it to him.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah.
2: So you're a huge Superman fan. Absolutely. And yeah, yeah. You're shedding the Superman complex and the Superman complex for those first time. Heard, it's where you feel like if it's got to be done. You know, if, if you want it done right, you got to do it yourself. And yeah, you know, which is the wrong way to think if you want to grow and to scale, which you're doing. And that's a, a huge shift
1: yeah it has been it's been it's been hard it's been mm-hmm. a challenge but then i le- <laughs> lean back on the comics and it, it, superman leads the justice league and they help him <laughs> oh awesome <laughs> right? i didn't know that
2: okay. <laughs> did, yeah that's good to know <laughs> so
1: I, i'm building out my justice league here
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go there you go okay
1: fantastic
2: yeah. good deal
1: and, yeah um, it's, it's fun <laughs>
2: What, a, what encouragement would you have for others who are kind of at that juncture and, and they're struggling to delegate and to, to let some things go?
1: Uh, <clears throat> you you got you to gotta keep trying. I mean, over the years, I tried things or hired people and then you back off. And you hear the story, guys, you know, I'll oh, get up. Oh, I had two painters. I'm going by myself again. You have to sit back, evaluate, adjust, adapt. And move forward. I have done this so many times in 26 years. Uh, It's part of a normal cycle for me. Mm. And I'm going, I'm going through that now we're going, we've got the four, we're busy, we're booked out for a couple months. So now I'm looking for more. I want to get another crew going. So I'm sitting back and evaluating uh, where can I find them? Don't give up, keep Mm. going. Mm. Keep slugging, uh, you know. Keep chopping wood. Whatever analogy you want to do, uh, it's and it all comes down to the compound effect. Keep doing the same things. Keep moving forward daily. Mm-hmm. It will build.
2: Right on. The implementation of what would you say has made the biggest impact in your business?
1: Uh, biggest it, oh, it. Couple things. Um, I mean. The implementation of of the systems you've built, Steve, the DYB Mm. has really helped. Thank you. We we share a lot of the same values and the same concepts and staying top of mind, reaching out, uh, building relationships. Um, It has been huge. Uh, I mean, people stop me Mm -hmm. in the stores. People stop, not just the paint stores, but in the local stores, people comment on, on some, some of the videos and things and, and mm. some of the brand I'm building, mm-hmm. uh, which, which is great. And then some of the things that I've learned, I'm I'm always reading. I've always got two or three books on the go. Mm-hmm. And I think years ago, I read Dave, Dave Ramsey's Makeover, which was mm-hmm. huge. And uh, then I progressed into The Profit First. Mm-hmm. And I run the Profit First system. It, it's, it's a cash flow concept. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's huge. It's really helped me get a handle and stay on top. We're, we're running debt free. Mm. Um, everything is paid off every month. Uh, it, it's a great place to be. That's been huge.
2: Right on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. What are you doing to cultivate culture?
1: Uh Culture. I, I'm always very conscious of. I've get to know my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a a good relationship. I I don't identify as the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm their leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm there to coach them on the projects. Uh, I think we have a good relationship. We we try to do monthly breakfast meetings. Um.
2: Uh, that, that helps. Uh, yeah, I know you do daily encouragement. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I, I, I do that. Not only with my team. I do that, you know, with a mastermind. Um, it, it, And it, it's, it's self-serving because uh, I need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, it, I'm, I'm reaching out mm-hmm. and, and building this and sharing this with the team, trying to build that relationship. We're all on a, on a, on a very good,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's a safe level. And mm-hmm. I tell them, you know, any questions? Ask, and, mm-hmm. and you know, any concerns? Ask, mm-hmm. uh, and I try to spend time with them when we're on jobs, one on one, to build that relationship. I, I'm 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 their leader and their friend, mm-hmm. uh, to a point, but I'm still the business owner.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think we've got a really good relationship, and they they work for me.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you uh, you mentioned the mastermind too. Uh, there's like a couple of weeks ago. You're like, all right, who did their weekend review? And I've got my planner right here. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I
1: hadn't
2: <laughs> yeah, done mine yet. I was like, oh gosh, I got <laughs> Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm I'm working on mine too.
2: So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Thanks for the reminder, <laughs> Hey Coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned books. What are what are uh, what are what are some uh, business books besides? So we've got Ramsey Profit First, Ramsey's Total Money Makeover, uh, yes. Profit First by Mike Michal- yeah, or, Michalowicz McCallowitz, I believe. Or, I apologize, Mike.
1: Yeah, more to Mike Mike or something. I think he used yeah, that yeah, handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've read a few of his books, and mm-hmm. the Profit First is probably the the most influential book mm-hmm. uh, from him for me. Mm-hmm. um Uh, Darren Hardy stuff. um, The Compound Effect. Compound Effect. uh, Mm -hmm. Excellent book. And there's different iterations of people have written different versions of that, Mm -hmm. but it all comes down to the same. Just keep chopping that wood. Mm -hmm. You know, -hmm. our. The breakthrough will come. Yeah. Yeah. You know, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. Right. Yeah. So just keep slugging. Um, Trying to think of other ones. Uh, There's been so many. What are you reading currently? I'm reading, uh, I believe it's Dan Sullivan's 10 times. I'm mm-hmm. uh, really, really digging that one.
2: I think, oh, 10x is easier than 2x, right? Yes, that's okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's cool yeah.
1: Okay. It, It's good. And um, mm-hmm. reaching and uh, the concept of dropping the 80, focusing on the 20, the 80-20 yeah. principle.
2: Because the value's um, in the 20. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. gold.
1: So we'll see. Maybe some big changes coming up here.
2: There we go. <laughs> All right, let's do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna circle back to you after this uh, interview and say, okay. <laughs> All
1: right, it's coming. <laughs> no
2: problem. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, streamline operations, admin, sales processes with tech. Right? Mm-hmm. That's, tech is a huge component in DYB because we believe in uh, freeing up your time. Uh, yeah. So, what does your tech stack look like?
1: my tech stack I run well I use some of the very common ones Uh, books are all done on QuickBooks online Mm -hmm. which is all done on my desktop but a lot of the other stuff I I run most of the business on my phone Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just evolved that way because you're always on the move Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm currently using uh, paint scout okay uh, which is really, really, really with the production rates and the presentations mm-hmm. has really streamlined my estimates. I can present, go do an estimate, present that estimate on the spot. Uh, simple ones, you're within 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. They've got it right there, uh, which has really helped. Uh,
2: <laughs> How important is it to present on the spot?
1: Oh, it it's gold, 100%. It's you got to strike where the iron's hot. You know they're there, they're motivated. You're hitting the key points. You're mm-hmm. you're, you're going through your sales dance, and just reel them in. It's, yeah, uh, it's yeah. fantastic.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a point I like to make is: Could you imagine going to like a car dealership and finding the t- truck? Or car you want to buy, and the salesman says, All right, I'll email you the price in a few days. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, really? You <laughs> <laughs> just test drove it like it's you want to take this thing home. No.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you're hungry, right? So- <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: yeah
1: that, that's huge. Um, yeah. we also use Monday.
2: Okay. Uh,
1: for 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 scheduling and mm-hmm. following up and then I track. Track the progress of the jobs on there, whether we have colors, deposits, if it's a rain day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd started rolling that out with the team, uh, which is be, which is going to be huge to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get my lead a little more on that mm-hmm. uh, to free up some of my time so I can build mm-hmm. build the team a little more this summer.
2: Mm-hmm. Right on. Uh, that's the biggies. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fantastic. You mentioned Mastermind. What's um, How would you explain what a mastermind group is to others who aren't in a peer group and and then the value uh, that it's been for you over the years.
1: Oh, like, well, you, you said it. it's, it's, it's a peer group. Mm-hmm. So we're all, we're all in business. We're all painting contractors. We're, we're all fairly close, but we're all at different levels. Some are, mm-hmm. some are beginning, some, some are been around a long time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it, it ranges and it. We all have different experiences. Mm. And it, it but the key one of the best parts is it's a safe place. It's a safe place to come, ask your questions, vent your ideas, uh, voice your concerns or even your um your issues or anything that's frustrating you at that time. Mm-hmm. And because I'll guarantee someone has gone through it in the group. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is a safe place to get some feedback on mm-hmm. Yeah, Don't reinvent
2: the wheel. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Right. Cause being an entrepreneur can be a lonely, lonely road. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Scott. I uh, I know we're tight on time, but uh, before we roll out, is there a question I should have asked or a final point that you'd like to make?
1: Um, yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Um, I don't, no, you've never asked. You've never asked me this over the years. I don't think, uh, but the company's DW Painting, mm-hmm. and a lot of clients I've, often ask me, "Where does DW come?"
0: Uh,
2: but I thought I had, I, in the in, in the intro, I had it. But I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> have I? Do I know this answer? <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up.
1: They'll probably. Be, I get a lot of looks. DW. Yeah. Your initials are SC. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, um, but. It, it it does, and that's part of my drive. My drive is my family. Uh, when I started DW, my son was he was a newborn. So my kids are Desiree and William. So mm. that would be
2: DW. Okay.
1: So the business is grounded in family. It's grounded in in mm. my kids, and that's my drive.
2: Yeah. So, right on. Right on. That's DW. Awesome. <laughs> okay. You, you saw that mystery for me. So like, okay. I'm supposed to know this. I can figure it out. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on well if somebody wanted to follow up what's the best way that they could reach out and get a hold or connect with you
1: oh they well they can find me on most of the social media platforms facebook instagram mm-hmm. uh i'm on there uh or it probably best to uh email me at scott at wallpapering dot com.
0: yeah i
1: know it's about that long but
2: yeah It works, yeah. (laughs) And uh, I highly encourage everybody to follow you on uh, Facebook and, and Instagram because you're just cranking out some just awesome videos, and they're awesome because they're so simple you don't overcomplicate them. You know, you just walk through, here's what we're doing. you got yeah. like the video and video thing going and I'm like, Scott, how'd you do that? You know? <laughs> and I even reached out to you when you had the awesome captions in the corner. I'm like, how'd you do those captions? You know? <laughs> and I'm not fluent on Instagram. Like I, I, I post there, but I don't really engage there. I engage on right. Facebook because I like the conversations, but I know, especially for painting companies, you need to be on Instagram. And so I'm like, how do you, how do you do that? Instagram fanatical thingy dingy, you know? So uh, I want to encourage everybody to, connect with you on Facebook and Instagram and uh, and check out all the cool stuff you're doing because it's making a difference. You're staying top of mind. You're crushing the UIB system and continuing to double your business, uh, which is which is awesome. So thanks again, Scott. I appreciate you coming on. It's been my honor and pleasure to know you and and, and to work with you over the years and and watch all these cool changes come about.
1: Well, great, Steve. That's awesome. And thank, thanks for having me. Uh, this has been a blast. And thanks for being there for me. I know you're You're just a text message away. I appreciate it. Uh, Appreciate everything you do. Thanks, buddy. Awesome.
2: My pleasure. Thank you. Bye.
0: Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit pcapainted.org.